Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. The goal of starting anything, if you're me, such as a drawing or a workout program, or if you just start cooking a meal, you start a movie, start a home project, the goal, the ultimate goal is to see it finished. In most cases, you start with the end product already in mind, what you want it to look like. And you believe that what you're working toward is worth the trouble of even starting it and then seeing it all the way through. What enabled us to do this, to start it, go through, is a commitment to finish it. I'd like to turn to Psalms 37 and 5 tonight. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. If you could help me pray this evening. Tonight, my title is Committing to God, and you may be seated. The definition of commit, according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is to put into charge or trust, entrust, to carry into action deliberately, to pledge or assign to some particular course or use. Being committed is no mistake. If you commit to something, you're already planning to follow it through to the very end. For any type of relationship to survive, there must be commitment. Commitment will keep you there through the ups and downs, the thick and thin, through the rain, and through the fire. Couples endure, friendships last, and parents and children love and respect each other because of a commitment to not leave when things get hard and when quote-unquote better offers come around. A relationship with God requires the same commitment from us as any other relationship in our lives do. You see him as God. You see him as father. You see him as friend. You see him as the the groom because we are his bridegroom as the church. And we see him in so many other ways that you find in your own personal walks with him. We make a commitment to love, trust, communicate, care, and sacrifice, regardless of how we may feel from day to day. God values his relationship with us above all else. That's why we have his word. That's why we have the church to come and find encouragement and strengthen him. The reason we feel convictions about what's right and what's wrong, and the reason we have the Holy Ghost. You're not going to get any closer to God than when you get filled with the Holy Ghost. That's him inside of you. And tonight, I have several scriptures that deal with commitment. My first is Psalms 37, 1 through 7. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious because of workers of iniquity. 
for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Don't become discouraged when it seems like you're living right, you're doing this the best you can, and this random guy over here who's one of the worst sinners you can think of is getting blessed. Or all these other people who don't even try to live for God seem to be getting all the blessing, all the riches, just everything's going right, and all you feel is the rain, and everything's just coming down hard on you. Don't worry about that. Just hold on, because God is going to bring you a blessing. He sees the commitment. He sees you holding on. He's not going to leave you there hanging. Trust in his will and his timing and continue in him. Even if all you feel is the pain, God has not left you. He's not forgotten you. He's not forsaken you. Continue to commit to him no matter what you see going on around you. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. For all things, even if you don't see it yet, Work for good for those who love God. God has also made a commitment to us. This is just one of many. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 19. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given us given to us the ministry of reconciliation to wit that God was in Christ Reco- sorry I always have trouble saying the word reconciling the world unto himself not imputing the trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation God has committed to reconcile us to make us brand new when we come to him. He's not going to let us come and not change us, not make a difference in our lives. He's going to heal us. He's going to cleanse us. He's going to make us new. He reconciles us. He changes us for the better. He washes away everything we've ever known before, all the luggage, all the dirt, all the trash. He takes it away. He lives us brand new. He leaves us clean. But what happens if you've made a commitment to serve God and you leave it. Jeremiah 2.13 For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me the fountain of living waters and hewed them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. The children of Israel forsake God. They made commitments several times to follow him, to love him, to obey his word and worship him alone. But after a time, they left it all behind. They decided they'd rather go after other gods and other things. But after leaving God, what they may have failed to realize at first, they lost the beauty and the purpose they originally held. If you will, and I'm getting this, this story from Apostolic Witness Magazine, so this isn't original. 
but they were as a vase broken against the wall. You see this vase. It's beautiful. It has purpose, holds flowers, holds water, holds whatever you need it to. It's like they just took it and threw it against the wall, and they shattered it. And you can take the pieces, you can glue them back together, try to make it what it once was. But the beauty and purpose it once held becomes forever fractured and changed. Before you think about leaving this commitment that you've already made, remember the vase. I know it's hard. I know from experience it's hard to hold on whether people making fun of you or you're just, I just don't want to do it anymore. Hold on. Remember the beauty and the purpose you hold now. There's only one you. God made you specifically. He didn't happen by accident. He has a purpose for your life. He wants to see it fulfilled. However, for all those who have left, there is hope for those who would come back. In Jeremiah chapter 18, 1 through 4, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels, or a work in process. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. The original design this potter had was messed up. So what the potter did, he didn't take the clay and throw it out and grab new clay. Taking art classes, I understand messing up and got to start over. But the clay is still good. You can still take it, add a little bit more water to it, change your design a little bit, and still make it a masterpiece. First Timothy chapter six, twenty through twenty-one. I love science. It's an easy topic for me for the most part. It's got a lot of good stuff to it. In most cases, it helps prove the Bible right, even when it doesn't mean to. But first Timothy six, twenty and twenty-one. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings, and oppositions of science falsely so called which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Grace be with thee. Amen. Stay committed to God, even when everything is saying God is not real. Science and proof will always try to say, think of something new or try to pull something old and retwist it to try to prove God's not real, he's not there, this happened this way, aliens, this, that, that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they will do some of the wackiest stuff and some stuff that makes such logical sense and it really gets at you. But hold on. Because God will prove himself a time and again that he is real. Remember his presence. The undeniable, the unexplainable experience of the Holy Ghost. Remember everything he has brought you through. There's so many times we made it through something not because we had the strength but because he brought us through I remember being faced with this struggle several years back. I was wondering if God was even real. You know, how could it be? There's just no way. It wasn't easy at all. It was still this day, even though I'm not a very old Christian, it's still the hardest thing I've ever been through. The doubt, the fear, everything that gripped my mind. 
I found it so hard just to hang on, just to believe, just to continue praying. But I did hold on. I didn't want to give up on God so easily. I started, and there had to be something there that got me started. So I'm not going to let go just yet. I was determined to stay faithful to my commitment to serve him, even when I couldn't feel him. Because all through this, not only did I have doubts, I just couldn't really feel him. You know, I just go through prayer and reading as usual, and it just seemed so dry. But he was there. He was still real. And I wasn't disappointed at the end. Because not only did God deliver me, but I found my faith stronger than it ever was before. So why do we become so committed? Why are we so determined to stay with God? 1 Peter 2, 21-25. But even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow in his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. He didn't retaliate in any way. They hit him, he let him do it. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously, who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. This right here, I find reason enough for my commitment. God loved me and committed so much to me before I even knew he existed. And he stayed faithful to me even when I knew him, but I wouldn't serve him. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever done. And staying committed to him is the best journey I could ever take. Through whatever storm or trial, I won't turn back now. I can't turn back now. If he wouldn't leave my side, even when I was unfaithful, even when I was sinning, even when I was dragging him through the mud, then I won't, he won't, then I know he won't leave me now. And that he is the strength of my commitment. Stand with me. Commitment something we often do. Sometimes we don't think about it while we're doing it. But we commit to our jobs. We commit to our family and our friends. We commit to our hobbies, our chores, our projects, etc. Some commitments are long-term, long -term, some are short-term. At times, we even find ourselves recommitting to something we left behind. But it all comes down to a choice and a determination to stay committed. These altars are open tonight for all who would like to come. I try to think of the right ending words to say. I racked my mind. But I found the, there's one thing that just makes all the difference. Even through storms and mistakes and frustration, the one thing is commitment. These altars are open for all those maybe you need to find a recommitment. Maybe you need to come and strengthen that commitment. But to help stay committed, do what you know to do. Come to the altar, read your Bible, pray. Do all that you can to maintain a relationship with God. He won't let you down. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you 
and have a blessed day.